Warning, this is the Arrowhead Boys Podcast, a Kansas City Chiefs podcast made completely by two random guys whose opinions don't matter. Enjoy. Chiefs Kingdom, what is up? You are now tuned in to the latest episode of the Arrowhead Boys podcast. You are here with your hosts and producers, Eric Lupartis and Tyler Fortner. Tyler, how are you doing this evening? I'm good, man. How's it going? I'm doing good, man. I'm excited for the draft. We are pretty much like 24 hours away from it, actually. Yeah, I think it starts at 7 or 7.30 tomorrow night. Yeah, that's what I that's what I thought. That's what I saw too. Um, we're gonna go ahead and do a uh, first round mock only. We're gonna do all thirty two picks, every team. Um, well, actually, not every team because not every team has a first round pick. But you know what I mean. Yeah. Did you know there's eight teams this year that don't have a first round pick? I actually did not know that. I knew that there was more than five, but I didn't know the exact number. But it does not surprise me. Yeah, it means, you know, there's multiple teams this year and a lot of them inside the top 15 that have more than one pick. Well, yeah, and L.A.'s pick isn't until, like, 100-something. So that's because they, they traded their house for, like, their last, like, two years. Right. Um. But yeah, man, I'm I'm really stoked for this draft. I have absolutely no idea what the Chiefs are gonna do. Um, there's been so much speculation about trade ups, trade backs, going after this player, going after that player. It's all been smoke. It's it's all been shit. We just don't know what's gonna happen this year. Yeah, I think that if the Chiefs end up trading up, it's for a wide receiver that they love. But that's only because there's gonna be rumors of teams taking four receivers in a row in this draft right 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 um i i definitely see if they do trade up it definitely will be a risk for a receiver um i i like the idea of trading back just because uh i do see a lot of value of players between 30 and 60 and i i know that brett veach had touched up on that and if they were to trade back, I, I'd give up one of those first round picks just to get a couple picks in like from like ranges thirty to fifty if that was possible. Um, just because, you know, you can you can probably get a couple of good edge rushers by that point and a decent receiver with still with one of your first round picks if you if you ha- if you didn't have to give up both of them. Right. Uh, I'd heard a GM at one point said that two first two second round picks are almost worth more than a single first-round pick. Right, right. And Obviously, if you're not inside the top ten, that is. Right. And to be fair, like, picks like 27 through like 32 are pretty much second-round picks at the end of the day. Most of the top, like, elite players have already been grabbed by that point. And at this and then after that, you know, they're pretty much like low valued positions after that in like the second round, third round, and then they're also like crap shoots or, you know, project players or depth guys at that point. 
Feach has only said he's got what like sixteen to eighteen guys actually graded as, as a first first rounder. Yeah, yeah, and you know and the, that could be a guy that's you know everyone else has going in the second round. So right, and I believe that it was like out of like two hundred players. I think they had like over like two hundred players on their board. Um, but yeah, let's go ahead and get started on this mock draft. Uh, mock draft, man. All right, you want the first pick? Yeah, uh, so yeah, the Jacksonville Jaguars are on the clock. I wish we had that uh, that ding that goes on right when they uh, pick a player. So we're not doing but, trades, right? No. Well, I mean, unless you just want to specifically do it for the Chiefs, I'd be cool with just doing it for our team. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, let's let's go ahead and get started. If you want to make the first pick. All right, man. Um. I'm going to go ahead and give them an edge just because that's kind of what uh, it's been said, but I'm not going to draft Aiden Hutchinson. I'm going to do the Trayvon Walker pick. I'm going to go ahead and do what the smoke has been saying about him this whole off season. Okay. All right. So we're going to go ahead and take Trayvon Walker at number one, the edge from Georgia. All All right, right, man. Second pick is you. At two, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Aiden Hutchinson. He's a Michigan guy, and I think you know Detroit would love to keep a guy in state like that. Plus, they don't have an edge rusher on defense this year. Yeah, they don't have shit to be honest with you. All right, so you you picked Aiden Hutchinson. Yep. All right, man. The uh, Houston Texans are on the clock at pick number three. <laughs> they need every position. It said. Um. Well, how's their offensive line? Like, I mean, I'm sure it's probably bad. I mean, they have Laramie Tunsil on one side, but I don't know who their other tackle is. Speaking of Laramie Tunsil, did you see he's selling his gas mask bomb? <laughs> yes, I saw that. But, uh, <laughs> no, they're that team that I know it says they need every position, but they really don't. I mean, they don't need a wide receiver. They're pretty good there. I would say they're probably going to go with an offensive lineman, but, I mean, who knows? Right. Um, I, you know, I like Iguanu. I like Charles, uh, Charles Cross. Um, I like them. Obviously I like them better than Evan Neal, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go ahead and take Iguanu at number three. All right. All right. The Jets. I think this is where the first corner comes off the board. Uh, Sauce Gardner going to the Jets, I think, has been actually a pretty popular choice for everyone else as well. Um, All right, Sauce I don't, Gardner, pick number four. At, I like yeah, that. Yeah, especially at, when them having the 10 right. if they want a wide receiver. What's that? If they want a wide receiver, they can get one at 10. Right. Um, all right, the New York Giants at pick number five. They need an offensive line, edge, linebacker. Uh. We're going to go ahead and give them – well, they actually have another pick coming up too. So, I'm going to go ahead and give them – I'm going to give them uh, Derek Stingley. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and give them another corner. or the, Another corner got taken off the board. So, yeah, Derek Stingley got drafted to the New York Giants. All right. All right. I think that uh, – so, Carolina's a hard pick. I think they could – they don't have very many picks this year. Um actually hardly any whatsoever i am gonna go ahead and give them a quarterback and i think it'll be kenny pickett oh mr pick where'd that man go 
Mr. Kenny Pickett. He's a ways down there. I think he's like the 45th overall prospect. Yeah, I'm just searching it. All right. So you uh, drafted him at number six. All right. Back at number seven. Now I'll go ahead and give them an offensive lineman, Charles Cross. Okay. Number Charles Cross at number seven. All right, all right. Um, Atlanta, you know, they with Ridley being out, they kind of need a wide receiver, but it's a deep receiver class. I don't see them doing that. I think that this is where Kayvon Thibodeau goes. All right, yeah, I've, I've seen Kayvon Thibodeau roughly between that seven to nine range. Um, so yeah, Kayvon Thibodeau at number eight. Um, all right, number nine, the Seahawks, they, they need a lot. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and give them – I'm going to go ahead and give them uh, the tackle, Evan Neal, at number nine. All right, all right. So, the Jets, this is where that first receiver could come off the board. But I think what they'll end up doing – is drafting a uh, corner at 10, and I think it's going to be Trent McDuffie. Okay, okay. Just because that receiver class is so deep. Right, right, yeah. All right, yeah, they're going to take Trent McDuffie at number 10. I can go with that. All right, Washington's on the board. They need they need a lot of things. Um you know, to be honest with you, with them having Ron Rivera as their head coach, I know it doesn't really say that they need a safety, but I don't know who their safeties are. And if you added a guy like Kyle Hamilton with that nasty defensive line that they got, I think that would be really good addition to their defense. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and take Kyle Hamilton for the Washington Commanders. Or yeah, why, yeah, that's their new name. <laughs> I had to double check that one. Um, that rough one. The... All right, I got Minnesota on the clock. This is where I think um, a guy like Jermaine Johnson could fall. Okay, I've seen him going super early within the top ten, but. There's really not a lot of interior offensive linemen until you get to that second round. So I think this is where Jermaine Johnson comes off the board. Okay, Jermaine Johnson. Where is your punk at? (laughs) (laughs) All right, Jermaine Johnson at pick number 12. Back to the Texans. Every position, you gave them a tackle last time. Yeah, and I was like thinking, I was like, maybe they needed a center, but then I'm like, no, I'm not gonna give them two offensive linemen back to back. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and give them Carl Loftus. Okay. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna go ahead and have the Houston Texans take Carl Loftus at 13. All right, uh, Baltimore 14. Baltimore's a weird team just because off they they could use a wide receiver here. But they don't throw the ball. So I think this is where uh, a guy like Jordan Davis fits in. 
Yeah, I was going to either say him or Devontae Wyatt. Yeah. One of those two guys. And I think the hype is around Jordan Davis right now, so I think uh, you know a, a team like that might be the one to go get him too early. Right, right. So we're going to go ahead and give them Jordan Davis. Jordan Davis at number 14. All right. Eagles, number 15. They need linebacker, uh, defensive back. I think this is where the first linebacker gets taken off the board. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and give them Devin Lloyd, linebacker from Utah. Okay, okay. Um, New Orleans, I don't see them getting a quarterback. Um, I think this is where the first wide receiver comes off, and I'm going to say it's probably Garrett Wilson. Um, yeah. Michael Thomas is a big, big body guy. Anyways, they could use some speed. Yeah, I I can see Garrett Wilson being coming, and I think he got he got compared to Michael Thomas anyways when he yeah. was combine. So that's a good pick for them at pick sixteen. All right, Chargers on the clock. They need a receiver, tackle, cornerback. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and give them uh, Bernard Raymond, the tackle from Central Michigan. Okay. Didn't they draft a tackle? Was it, did they draft Slater last year or two years yeah, ago? Yeah, they draft Slater last year. And so Linenbaum essentially would be their uh, right. Because is Slater left or right tackle? Slater's left tackle. Okay, yeah, that's what I thought. So, yeah, he would be the right tackle. Okay. Um, Philly at 18, their second pick. Who'd you give them the first time? Uh, I gave them uh, Devin Lloyd. Devin Lloyd. Backer. Okay. Um, I'm going to go ahead and give them Drake London. All right. Drake London. Yeah, I'd give uh, Hertz another receiver to throw it to. One that's not five foot eight. Right. Know, 160 pounds. Exactly. You know, but, you know, him and Devontae, or yeah, Devontae Smith, I think that'd be a good combination of receivers. Yeah. Um, all right. So Saints are back on the board. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and give them a QB. I'm going to go ahead and take the next QB off the board, and that is Malik Willis at okay. pick 19. You think the hype is a little too high on him? You know, honestly, I, I think it's just because of his athletic ability. I, you know, there – there's only so much you can see when a guy is performing against the air. So, you know, he's all players are usually going to look good in that, you know, that spot. So I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying that he wasn't good at Liberty, but you know, the league that he was playing in. So it was, what was it? The Mac or something or I don't know, whatever, whatever Liberty Liberty's in. Yeah, barely did it. Barely D one. Um, Pittsburgh. I don't think they need a quarterback. I think they're going to roll with Trubisky. Um, they really don't need anything on defense that stands out. They don't need, obviously, wide receiver, running back. I think Trevor Pinning um, would fit really well with them. He's got that kind of nastiness to him, and I think that's what Mike Tomlin likes. So I'm going to go ahead and send Trevor Pinning to Pittsburgh. That's a good pick for them. All right, Patriots are on the clock. I, I don't really want to give them Jamison Williams, but 
I feel like that would happen because Mac Jones – well, Mac Jones actually never got to play with Jamison. Jamison was at Ohio State at that point. Yeah. But still, like, it's just – I don't know. I feel like they could take a receiver to give him some options. Right, but we're also again, talking but about – but, but we're also talking about Belichick, a defensive-minded right. guy. So, yeah. And this, I mean, this is pick 21. I definitely don't see him trading out of this one just because, you know, usually when they are ranged from like 29 to 32, they usually would trade back. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and give them to Kobe Dean. I think he, he he's a guy that seems like he would fit well in the uh, in Belichick's defense. He's rangy. He can move. He's sideline to sideline. They lost Van Noy, and who was basically not really – himself anymore and uh they don't have jamie collins anymore so they're pretty thin at the linebacker position i also think hightower is pretty much a free agent so yeah nicobe they drafted nicobe dean at pick 21 okay um 22 green bay it's gonna be really hard for Green Bay, I think, to actually pull the trigger on a wide receiver for Aaron Rodgers. But if they do, I don't think they're going to give him the best ones on the board. I think they're going to go ahead and give him a guy like George Pickens. George Pickens? Okay. I, I could see a guy like maybe – I like a Lave. I, I don't know. For some reason, I would think like a Lave would get drafted to them. Right. And see, that's what I would assume too. But, again, it's kind of like New England. We're talking about Green Bay, and they've been really, really high on Pickens and Burke the past right. couple of days. Right, right. Okay, yeah. All right. Well, George Pickens on Green Bay. All right. So, we are back to – the uh cardinals how have they already had a pick yet no they haven't uh this is their first pick and i'm gonna go ahead and give them uh tyler linenbaum the center out of iowa he may honestly i think he's gonna go a lot higher in the actual real draft but he could i've seen him falling out of the first round though kind of like creed humphrey did last year okay i mean it's the center they're not super popular well, no, and they – I mean, they they also benefit off the guard, so. Right. All right, well, we're on to the Cowboys. Dallas, um, let's see. I'm going to go ahead and give them Devontae Wyatt. They've lost some guys this year on that defensive line, so I think he'd be a good fit in for them. All right, Devontae Wyatt. On the Buffalo Bills, now I definitely see them taking a receiver, and I see a guy like – either Alave or Sky Moore. I don't know. I'm I'm between those two. Like, those two guys I see going to Buffalo. One of those two guys. I'm going to go ahead and give them Sky Moore. Okay. Sky Moore gets drafted to uh, the Buffalo Bills. Tennessee Titans are on the clock. Tennessee, um, again, another team that they don't really need a ton. Um. I see them being that team, though, if Alave's there, they go ahead and take him to, because they don't know if A.J. Brown's going to be around next year or even this year. Right, yeah. So I think Alave's the guy that fits in there. Alave, all right. All right, Tampa Bay is on the clock. They need a center guard defensive lineman. Uh, There's only a couple guards, I think, this year that are even in that first to second round grade. Right. I'm going to give them Zion Johnson out of Boston College. 
because they uh they actually Shaq Mason actually signed with them after Ali Marpet retired. Um, so yeah, they got Shaq Mason from the New England Patriots. Okay, okay. Um, Green Bay, we gave him a wide receiver. We gave him George Pickens. Um, they've had a lot of injuries on the offensive line. I think that's where Tyler Smith comes off the board. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Now we are on to our picks. You want to trade any of them? Do you want to just go ahead and roll with 29-30? Uh, that's, I don't know, man. You're, you're 29, so you make that call. Yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> well, looks like there's still some great talent left on the board. So we're going to go ahead and take Jamison Williams, the receiver out of Alabama at pick 29. All right, all right. Um, I don't know about you, but I'm not a big Travis Jones guy. Uh, I don't see the Chiefs taking a corner this early. No. Which is really hard, too, but I do see them taking a guy like Boye Mafe here. Uh, I know. You know what, though? Like, you wish that he would value corner or that they would value corner so much that they would take a guy like Andrew Booth or Kyer Elam. Hell, you know what? I know we don't really need him. I would take Lewis Seen. I would take Daxton <laughs> Hill. Yeah, I would take any of those guys. I, I like mean, Andrew Booth. I like Elam. I like all those guys. I think they're all – Potential, especially in the Chiefs defense, Pro Bowl guys. Right, right. All right. So, Boye Mafe at pick 30. All right. And then I think yeah, you're up with Cincinnati at 31. Yeah, I'm just looking at what I want. Um, it says Garden Center, but everyone knows they could use some, you know, cornerback help. Yeah, they're gonna need a guy like Andrew Booth. So they're gonna unless they want to roll with applesauce. All right, man, you got the last pick of the draft. All right, we got Detroit. Detroit's a tough one in this spot. I honestly think they're going to trade out of it because they'll have 32 and 34. Uh Um, But they do need some DB help, and I think this is where Daxton Hill will come off the board. Oh, Detroit's taking the Michigan, man. They want their guys staying home. Only because – I say Daxton Hill not not because he's from Michigan, but – Right. Mainly because they need a safety and a corner, and he plays both. So I think he'd fit in really well there if he's there at 32. It wouldn't surprise me, though, if they trade out. It also wouldn't surprise me if they take a quarterback. So, Right. No, I, I definitely agree with that. Um, sorry, my, my computer's rolling slow a little bit. Oh, you're good. Um. Yeah, you know, as far as the Chiefs go, though, they they haven't brought in a ton of big-name guys for these 30 interviews. Um, I saw they brought in Mechie. Yeah, I saw Mechie. I know about Williams. I know about Pickens. They brought in Woolen, too. Yeah, I know Woolen. Which I'd be happy with him if you could get a guy like that in the third round. I think he'd be a steal. He's kind of raw, Mm -hmm. but he'd really be the number three corner anyways behind Sneed and Fenton. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it, I can see that. 
Hell, I mean, I can definitely see them even just putting Fenton in the slot because Woolen's six foot. He's six three, two hundred five. Yeah, he's six three, two hundred five. So he's definitely a boundary guy. He's got speed. His only knock, from what I've been seeing, is that he doesn't have makeup speed. If he gets hit on a double move, he's torched. Right. Which that kind of reminds me a little bit of Brashad Breeland. Right. Uh, when they would force him to play man coverage, if there was a double move, he was toast. Right. No, I. Yeah, that's you're right because he, and he also just got too handsy anyways. He could. Yeah. He he's physical. He, he's physical, but he's overly physical. Yeah. Um, another guy that I know there's been a lot of hype around the Chiefs possibly taking him. I know you're not a big fan of him, uh, Josh Pascal. Now I would be fine if they took him probably in the third round. I honestly don't see him be going in the third just because of the hype that's going around him now. He's yeah. not going to be a defensive end when he gets into the league. They're going to move him to a defensive tackle. He's just a little bit thicker, a little bit longer. Uh, he's – I don't want to say this, but he's like a um, – he reminds me of like a – I don't want to say a Tomba Ali. Not, he's definitely not a Tomba Ali built, but – He's like a pass, like a tunnel passing old built, but so I he's kind of lengthy. Then yeah, he's lengthy. I think the uh, upside though is a lot better than passing old. Passing old went to Villanova, whereas Pascal went to um, he went to Kentucky, and he actually had had some production there. I think he had seven sacks. So I mean, for a guy that's gonna be a defensive tackle in the NFL. I wouldn't mind him, but again, if you're gonna only if you're gonna take him in the uh, third round. And yeah. to be honest with you, I see us taking a corner not until the third round. To be honest with you, yeah, I I think it's either gonna be our last second round or first third round pick. You're gonna see our first DB come off the board. Mm-hmm. The only thing with some of these guys as the draft gets closer, I just kind of want to know where the hype comes from because it'll be silent. And then like the next day, all of a sudden this guy's the next superstar. Nothing happens. Right. right. Like, it's like, not I, like he's played a game or anything. It's not like he's out there on the field. His pro days over the combines over. I just want to know who talks these guys up. Right. And like, I'm trying to think like, you know, Trayvon Walker was uh, between like 10 and 15. And now, now he's jumped to one. He's out. He's outdone Aiden Hutchinson. And now he's jumped to one. And right. I just don't get it. Like, I mean, I get I, I get he blew the combine out the water. I understand the athletic ability. And it's but, the Georgia I mean, defense. But, but then again, that defense was stacked. Yeah, he's coming from a stacked Georgia defense. That defensive line was overcrowded. So, you know, I'm not saying that he won't be a force of reckoning in the, you know, in the league. I think he's definitely going to come in the league and be very productive and be good. I just don't see first round hype around him. Yeah, it. it, it I don't want to say it's going to be a Jadavian Clowney situation, but you know, it could be. I, it honestly it, could be. It could be. It could be. So, he makes one tackle, and all of a sudden, he goes from being maybe a first rounder or the first overall pick. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a. There is a little bit of noise going around, though. Like. As far as Thibodeau, like Thibodeau's starting to work his way back up into that, hey, is he worth that second or third overall pick? Is, you know, Derek Stingley even going to be in the first round? I've been hearing that the past few days because teams are afraid of his injury history. Because 
there's been a lot of reports saying that every team from one to 10 is trying to trade out, but they can't. So is this draft class actually really bad? Kind of like 2013. I, I, I think so. I mean, it, there's not a lot. There, it's there, a deep it, class, but it's, like, it's only for a couple positions. Right. That's what I'm saying. You know, whereas most of the time you would you would probably have at least what five quarterbacks. Yeah, coming. yeah, usually. I mean, Trey Lance quarter- shot all the way up to three last year. Yeah, and there's that probably close? only three. Yeah, there's only and there's only like three or four true number, like first round receivers. Yeah, um, there's guys that are being talked up like Pickens. He hasn't played since he was a freshman. Mm-hmm. Um, a guy like uh, Christian Watson coming from a Division two school just because he's tall and fast. Mm-hmm. Right. And then, uh, what, Derek Stingley, you know, he hasn't – what, he's been hurt. Yeah, he, he was a freshman when LSU won their national title game, and uh, he and he was amazing. There were talks of him. If he was able to be draft eligible, he would be a top three pick. But he hasn't hardly played since then, and when he has played, he's been garbage. Right. And then, you know, you got guys like Carl Loftus that's getting the biggest hype ever, and I just don't understand. Like, I don't get it either. Like, you know, I, I hate to say it, but he is – like, if you take what Spags' mindset it is when it comes to, like, a defensive lineman, he fits that guy perfectly. But yeah. he's not what today's league needs. No, we need – everyone's looking – everyone should be looking for their version of Micah Parsons. Right, right. You know, whether he's standing up, handling the dirt, I don't care. He needs speed, speed to power, speed I, to power. I think that's what Nick Benito is going to be is this year's version of Micah Parsons. Speed to power. No, I wouldn't be surprised by that. Now, I'm not saying that Kayvon Thibodeau is going to jump right back into the top five or anything like that. I do think the – the whole smoke about him being like, does he really give a shit about football or is this just kind of a, you know, whatever. He's just the guy who's just super talented that just, you know, can do it, you know, just because, yeah, you know, what if, what if Clark Hunt or, you know, someone around the building just had, you know, this weird idea that, you know, they just thought they, you know, he reminded everybody of like Derek Thomas, at least what the mentality was. Because, you know, Derek Thomas, he had that I just don't give a shit mentality because I, I know by game. I, I know day, I'm good. I, I know, know I'm good. good. I don't need to watch film. I don't need to do any of that. I don't need to practice hard because I know Sunday I'm going to kick every tackle's ass that I'm going against and there's nothing they're going to do about it. Now, granted, back then, tackles were not nearly as athletic. Training was not nearly as advanced as it was. Um, so Derek Thomas definitely took advantage of the time. He just was – he was he was advanced for his time. But Kayvon Thibodeau, if they were – if they were to magically find a way to get him, I wouldn't be mad. I, I would not be mad. If they traded up into – I know the rumors right now are they're – looking to trade into the 20s yes yes um those early 20s if they traded up to houston's got 13 philly's got 15 even if they trade up to there and there's always guys that fall um if he was there i'd have a really hard time even if i was trading up for a wide receiver and he's on the board it would take me a lot not to pull the trigger on him right just because i also have 30 and i can go get a wide receiver at 30 agreed i i do know that 
I do know that Brett Veach said in his press conference that a lot of the guys that are getting like, you know, smoked around, you know, like what the hype is going getting around them about who we could possibly pick this year. He said, none of those players are even ideal. So now, which worries me a little bit. (laughs) What's that? That worries me a little bit because again, I'm a huge James, uh, Jameson Williams fan. And I, I mean, the day he tore his ACL, I was hoping he would fall to us. Now, granted, he could just be saying that just because he doesn't want anybody to know anything about his diabolical plan. But, right. you know, at the end of the day, I think he's he, he he's going to pick the right players. I think he's gotten better each draft, especially last draft. Last draft. I mean, last draft was was that was his best. I mean, the players he nailed, I mean, from Mick Bolton, Creed Humphrey, Trey Smith, um, those guys were, those guys are awesome. So I I don't know. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say that if he does trade up, it's got to be for, it's got to be for a a top edge rusher, a top receiver. It can't be anything else. I mean, having six picks in the first three rounds, if you hit just, on three of them, it's over. Oh yeah, like there, no team has a chance. If you, and it doesn't matter if it's a wide receiver, an edge, a corner, whatever. You just got to land three out of the six, and it's over. Mm-hmm. Because the rest of those guys are still the other guys. The other three picks are still going to be starters. They may not be superstars, but they're definitely starters because they're picked in the first three rounds. Exactly. Exactly. I uh, I don't know if you remember this, but remember that mock draft I did where I basically sent the like the farm and everything to Jacksonville for the number one pick, and I honestly like my buddy. I have a buddy who's a Patriots fan, and he did the exact same thing, literally the exact same thing, and took Aiden Hutchinson, Ajabo, and Daxon Hill. I'm like. Honestly, if I were to get all three of those players in that situation, I wouldn't be mad. I really hope that the Chiefs consider David Ajabo at 29 or 30 if they have it. And if he's there at 50, I would say you're stupid not to take him. Right. And I and honestly, I think I traded not every pick of the uh, – well, I traded most of the picks of this year's draft, but I traded all of our future picks. That's what got me the first round pick was those future picks. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, this was definitely cool running through this, uh, mock draft simulator for definitely for like the first round. Um, is there anything you want to note before we get out of here? No, man. Like I said, I I think obviously there's going to be trades and stuff tomorrow. So our board could be, you know, way off, which it probably is, but you never know. Right. Well, I'm excited for this draft. Uh, Again, I have no idea who they're going to pick, so it's basically there's only one one way to find out. All right, for some reason, we got disconnected, and I, I don't know how that happened, but we, we didn't want to leave the episode off with just the whole breakup, so we're going to go ahead and give you guys a proper, proper exiting. Um, is there anything that you want to finish off, uh, before we get out of here? No, man, like I said, we're less than 24 hours now till a draft. It's going to be exciting to see who the future of chief's kingdom is going to be. And, you know, hopefully it's guys that 
are difference makers and they don't end up being busts. Exactly, man. It's 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 been a quick off season to be honest with you. I feel like the season just ended like maybe like a month ago, but then again, it also feels like it happened over a year ago too. So, uh, uh you're right. I mean, who knows what's going to happen. All right, yeah. guys, that's going to go ahead and do it for the Arrowhead Boys podcast.